Hi everyone, this is GoGoDM, and welcome to our Palace Pursuits short D&D adventure called Secrets of the Blind Palace. If you like this adventure, please support its writer, Tal Avizir, by purchasing it on the DM's Guild website. In this adventure, the wealthy Von Crofts hire a party of adventurers to find the body of their dead son in a haunted pleasure palace and to bring him back to life. To aid in their quests, the resurrectionists are provided with a guide, the only survivor of the previous expedition, a bard who has been unable to speak a word or sing a note since she escaped from the blind palace. One interesting thing about this adventure is that I ran it twice with two separate groups of people. We will name the groups Team Noobs and Team Deadbeats. Each group has no idea how the other group did. If you think one group did better, let them know in the YouTube's comment section. And while you're there, please consider giving it a like and subscribing to our channel to motivate our characters to do more crazy things and talk in terrible accents. So now, I'd like you to close your eyes and stretch your mind as you join us on tonight's episode of Perilous Pursuits. And travelers now within that valley, through the red-lit window sea, vast forms that move fantastically to a discordant melody, while like a ghastly rapid river through the pale door, a hideous throng rush out forever and laugh but smile no more. Edgar Allan Poe, The Haunted Palace. So you guys were uh, in a tavern and you met up with, uh, well, you saw a notice on the notice board that uh, the wealthy Von Crofts are looking to hire a party of adventurers to find the body of their dead son in a haunted pleasure palace and to bring him back to life. Um, to uh, So it gives you some directions to come to a, um, a, a windmill in the forest and uh, you guys are, let's see reading through these yeah so here we go let me read this so yeah they advertise for the region for adventures willing to recover the body of their son from the blind palace it's called and so this call for aid has reached parties from all walks of life official authorities mercenary companies innkeepers and thieves guilds and the von crofts they wield considerable wealth and influence and many people of high and low station would be interested in gaining favor with them. So uh, you did, uh, you were at the barge right in the other night and you were talking to uh, uh, the bartender there and he did mention this to you and you saw the uh, the posting and so you guys have decided to check it out and walk out to the, the windmill in the forest. Um, and this is where you're at right now. Let me just uh, drag you guys in here. So, you guys are
So your boots crunch on hard, cold ground as you make your way up the hill to the old stone windmill. And you can see uh, the breath of your companions in little puffs of steam. And uh, there's a light snow falling. Um, suck. And uh, let me go back to this. keep opening the wrong one there's a light snow falling so uh, you hear the crow call from the top of an old mill and there's well-bred horses with expensive saddles are tied to a post as you approach the uh, windmill there's a guard standing in front of the door we're visualizing yeah. the snow <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're trying to visualize what you're gonna encounter so um Tortorella is uh, really slow to act and stuff, so people sometimes make fun of him for that. But he's really strong as hell. So just stay behind him, and he'll guard your back with his life. Guard our back, but if we're behind him, how's he going to do that? <laughs> well, he's a bit slow. He's not sure how that works exactly. but Well, then he'd be behind us. <laughs> slow in the head. Huh? Uh Tortorella is on a pilgrimage to see four holy sites of people around the world. He's he's managed to see one already. He's gone up north to the spine of the world and visited the uh, top of the mountain. Hey, there's a map there. there. Just took a while to load. I do not see a map. I just see our tokens. Oh. The map is south of our tokens. Yeah. It should be south of your tokens. And the door keeps opening and closing. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> I wonder who's I doing that. He's got an itchy trigger finger. Okay, how do I move uh, the map location? Yeah. Oh, you can uh, right-click and drag it. Or if you have a mouse, oh, I see. Okay, yeah, yeah, that zoom works. In and okay, out. Cool. Yeah. The mouse wheel zooms in and out. So, <laughs> do you guys see the map now? Yeah. Okay. Well, you're in. <laughs> the guard just uh, is about to address you as uh, Tortorella just walked, barges right through, walks right past everybody. I sit on top of the maid. I, I think I'm going to need to do this. <laughs> well, it's too late. I'm already sitting on it. He <laughs> walked around the whole map and saw everything. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh, free movement. I come back where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, the guard says, uh, "Are you here to help the von Crofts? Are you here for the commission?" Yeah. But of course. All right. So yeah. He says, he says yeah. Follow here me. Here for the Crofts. Here for the Crofts. <laughs> <laughs> so he says, follow me. And the door's open. I can't move. I can't move either. Oh, yeah, because I <laughs> turned it off. Because uh, Ray's flying all over the place. <laughs> uh, well, one of you is probably going to go upstairs, I'm sure. Fuck, I thought I was annoying. Yeah, no kidding. 
I didn't know that actually worked. I have a map now. Okay, so how do I move my guy? Uh, you what? could use arrow, uh, keys. arrow keys. Oh, really? Or you can drag. Drag. Okay, that's easy. What? So, right here is Valentin Von Croft and his wife here. Uh, so there is three guards here. There's two male guards, a female guard, and it looks like a pretty rough looking uh, captain of the guard, maybe. And uh, you walk in and uh, Valentin says, so you have come and now you must bring back our son. Yes? Are you uh, ready to take the commission? Yes? Hello. How much money? Um, so he says, uh, if you bring back my son, oh. Wil Wilhelm, he was killed in the Blind Palace under mysterious circumstances, uh, we're willing to offer 200 gold pieces if you bring back his body. Uh, if uh, alive or dead, hopefully alive. Same price, alive or dead. Two hundred gold pieces. That's helpful. Um. So, and he pulls out a scroll, and it's a resurrection scroll, raised dead. And it's an ebony uh, case with a wax seal depicting a black tower on a red field. And they. Oh, they, we know him. And he says, the scroll can only be used on Wilhelm. It's locked to him with his blood. It's personalized to him. It requires diamond dust. It is to... already. Go ahead, Wilhelm says, annoyed. <laughs> or. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> to cast the spell. Valentine. He just kind of waits a second to see if you're done speaking. <laughs> yes. All that has been integrated into this spell scroll. This is a personal specialized scroll that works only on my son, Wilhelm. Uh, if you can raise him. Within the next, but it must be done within the next 24 hours. Otherwise, this spell scroll won't work anymore. <laughs> Should that time oh. elapse, uh, the the reward will be reduced to 50 gold pieces if you return only a dead body. So 200 gold pieces is for a live body of my son. How will we know him? Uh, well, he's well dressed. He's uh, he's got red hair, um, and um, Valentine actually turns to one of the bodyguards and he says, "Bring her up." And one of the guards rolls up a fur rug to reveal a trap door leading to an old cellar, and he goes down there with a, a lit oil lantern. And after a couple minutes. Uh, he returns with a leading a pale, slightly built human woman. 
And uh, she's got long black hair hangs over her face. There are dark crescents below her eyes. And manacles on her hands and feet clank as she shuffles up the stairs. You see she has a black eye and black and blue bruises all over her visible body. And uh, Valentine says, We found this one. He, uh, She went into uh, the Blind Palace with our son. And she seems to be the only survivor from that adventure a few weeks ago. We discovered her in the forest hiding. We think she has something to do with uh, my son's death, but she's not speaking to us. Maybe because you chained her. Wow. She's she's a criminal. She's going to face justice for the murder of my son. If How she do doesn't you know this? Well, if she doesn't speak, we'll just continue to beat it out of her. She'll speak eventually. A forced confession does not give truth. We'll Agreed. see. Agreed. We'll see. And uh, she just kind of cowers in the corner. What do you think she did? Well, she hasn't spoken to us. She's not speaking to anyone. We've tried uh, what beating her. What do you think she did then? Well, why was she hiding in the woods? She went on the expedition with my son. Maybe she's afraid of something. Maybe you would allow us to interrogate her ourselves. Be my guest. Hello. And this woman just kind of looks at you warily. Hello. We would need. Some she kind of nods at you. For that. Hello. Uh, and he says, "Well, you can take her up to the top. Uh, you can go on one of the upper floors if you want." Okay. And he. Would you? The, I'll the, talk the, to her. the woman goes up a floor. Okay. Where did she go? Oh. <laughs> You're standing on her. So we just go to the up? Yeah. <laughs> this is the upper seem... floor of the... Uh, one, one of the floors of this windmill. And she just kind of looks at you guys. She looks scared. She and looks nervous. Wait, you talk. And she kind of looks at you and she uh, she holds her throat. And she shakes her head like, no. Are you unable or unwilling? And when you say unable, she holds, points to her nose and then points to you. Are you cursed? She kind of thinks about it for a bit and and nods her heads yes. Uh, Titan will re reach into his bag and pull out a quill and a, a book and open it to the, the blank page at the back and ask, can you write down what you saw if you can't speak? Are you literate? 
and she kind of um, moves her hands a little bit and this illusion comes up on the wall and it shows uh, her uh, and actually uh, writes her name above her Catherine Chamber and it shows her and some other uh, adventurers going up to a mansion uh, you see uh, let's see what do you see yeah, you see, uh, one, and she points out which one is Wilhelm. He's like a tall human. And then there is a, uh, I believe it's a halfling and a tiefling in the party as well. And they enter the blind palace through a door. It's this large mansion kind of inset into a cliff. It's got a courtyard in front. Looks desolate and abandoned. And then uh, she kind of looks at you and says, uh, or doesn't say anything, but she points at the at the image. The, As uh, if to say, this is where we went. I don't understand why they're hurting you. And you see this image of Wilhelm. And she points to herself, and uh, and then you see this image of uh, Valentine von Croft, and basically blaming her for uh, the death of his son, and not accepting that she could survive, and her much stronger, more valiant son could not. So she must mm. have had something to do with his demise. Did he save you? She kind of looks at you and cups in a hand to her ear. Didn't understand. Were you a mated pair? And she shakes her head no vigorously and uh, plugs her nose kind of up in the air. No, she shakes her head no again. We should help her. And uh, she um, looks over to you, Tortorella, and just her eyes change from a little bit of fear and hopelessness to maybe a glimmer of hope when you say that. I nod my head. Really slowly? Really slowly. Just kind of looks like I'm falling asleep a little bit, and then my head goes back up again. <laughs> <laughs> Would you we be willing should to go back to the palace? And she looks kind of scared. should demand she comes with us. Ray's going to make this 10 episodes. <laughs> I already told you that. <laughs> okay, I think we should demand that she comes with us as a guide because she can take us where we need to go. And then also, that would mean they're not going to beat the hell out of her. Right, we can protect her. 
Yeah. And she kind of looks around at you and her eyes brighten a bit. Would you be okay with that idea? And she kind of looks at you and shakes her head yes. Okay. Uh, should it come to that, um, you could maybe show us the entrance of the place. You wouldn't have to go in if you didn't want to. We'd be happy to have you. And she just kind of stands next to you and like she feels protected by you. Watch out for the bird man. <laughs> and she nods her head yes. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make sense, guys? We, we, we say we need her to show us where to go? Yep. I think that's a great idea. Okay. Perfect. Let's head back down. I'm down. What's up, Harris? It's not taking me down. I can't go down. You're flying. <laughs> You're flying around the windmill on the second level. You gotta go back inside. We believe that this lady can help us and she should come with us to save your son. And Valentine kind of scoffs and he says, this? This woman is useless. Then you won't mind if she comes with us. And uh, Helena whispers in her husband's ear and says, she can go with you, but if you don't bring back my son, she comes with us after. That is fair terms. And this uh, captain of the guard is just eyeing you guys, kind of sizing you up. He doesn't seem like he trusts you guys too much. The other guards are just kind of just, they're just a little cold, glad they're inside the windmill, but they don't really uh, care who you are. Or they're just glad they're getting paid. Well, perfect. then I guess you guys might as well get off. And he hands you a scroll of uh, resurrection. And it can be used only on Wilhelm. Anybody can use it? Anybody can use it, yeah. Okay. Uh, and he says, you have 24 hours and the spell will fail on this. So time is of the essence. It is a few Better miles, it's a few miles up the road. Turtle slow. Turtle slow. <laughs> I move perfectly fine. And Gord says I can't talk slow anymore, so I'm fast in everything. <laughs> Okay. And, and as uh, Catherine leaves, uh, Valentine just gives her a sneer, saying, If I don't see my son's body, it'll be yours as she walks out the door. Something wrong with those people. They're just human. Yeah, that's a problem. So, you guys. Uh, end up uh, continuing down the road 
Um, you uh, it terminates um, the old road. It keeps going through the forest, and then eventually it uh, you come to a ruined wooden carriage house. Just um, sorry, I'm reading that. Uh, so yeah, you follow the disused road up a gentle slope through a light wood of pine and spruce. Occasionally bright red cardinals or gray squirrels dart between gently falling snowflakes. And about an hour's walk from the old windmill, the marble walls of the blind palace loom before you. Its back flush against a rocky hillside. The old road you've been following leads into a courtyard. Two towers, their windows bricked up, rise over the crumbling outer walls. And uh, let me just bring it into this map. We should have got her handcuffs taken off. <laughs> yeah. Should we go back? There's no time. Maybe we should split the party. Oh, God. I'll go back, and you guys go forward. <laughs> I, I definitely have to stop movement of Ray. <laughs> i got to shut him down. That's one of the mods they can come out with. Yeah, just just yours, Ray. Yeah, Nerf the yours. turtle. So, so the old Nerf road... The turtle. <laughs> That'd be a good name for your turtle, Nerf. Nerf. <laughs> so the old road terminates in a ruined wooden carriage house, just west of the gates. The ground inside the courtyard was once covered in colorful gravel and decorative slate tiles. And now most of the tiles are cracked and broken, and the gravel is overgrown with scrubby grass. Hedgerows of dead boxwoods rise like claws from the earth. In the northeastern corner of the courtyard is a large stone well with a crumbling rim. And directly north of the old gate, the doors of the blind palace hang open. So if, can you guys see the uh, map? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So it's basically uh, uh, like just a gatehouse to the west there. Yeah. And then these gates are kind of crumbling. So uh, you can have movement back. What do you guys want to do without flying all over the map instantaneously? <laughs> um, could we have had her handcuffs removed? or is she... Yeah, I'll say your handcuffs were removed. Okay. Can we I uh, can need I... a weapon, Catherine? And she's... She... Uh... She, kinda, she a, just holds up her hands and she, I hold like, out a scimitar and a quarter step and a club and let her pick one she wants one. She'll pick the club. Did we get her shackles off? Yeah, yeah. the shackles are gone. Okay. The, the guard uh, uh, took it off while you guys are leaving. So I'm going to fly around the perimeter and look in the windows as I fly by. Oh, okay. So you fly around the house. All the windows are bricked up. 
There is no other oh, yeah, entrance you see. That you, you wrote that down. That's right. I forgot about that. Except the front yeah. doors, which are wide open. What's in this little thing over here? That was the carriage house. The carriage yeah, house, I'll yeah. Go, I'm going to go walk into it and see if there's anything in it. You're going to check it out? Yeah. Like you are right now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so this old, old He's structure. for traps. Yeah. He's checking every square for traps. <laughs> he falls through that hole. He's, he's definitely uh, investigating it well. It's pretty fast yeah. for a, tur a turtle. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> turtle on caffeine. So this old oak structure is rotting where it stands. Uh, double doors hang open. Uh, old hinges squeaking in the wind. And uh, deep pools of shadow fill the interior. So it looks like it's strewn with dead leaves. It looks like the wind has blown a whole bunch of leaves in here and they're kind of piled up. Uh, you see a couple bones of a dead animal. You, uh... Um... A broken wagon wheel rests against the west wall and an old but service serviceable lantern hangs from a peg next to the door. That might be useful. I'll, I'll take the lantern. Is there any oil for it? Um, you doesn't look like it has any oil. All right, I'll take the lantern. Okay. Anybody as you grab it, lantern. Yeah. Uh, as you uh, grab it, uh, out of the corner in a pile of leaves, this creature bursts forth and attacks you. I'd like you to roll Whoa. initiative. <laughs> Carrion crawler. Yeah. I'll get you all in the I'm initiative not... here, but uh... I have advantage on it. Where did the turtle go? Um, you guys see me walk over there. Alright, so... Oh, he sucked. Uh, Hammond, are you going to roll or are you going to do a, a dice roll? Utility, right? Roll for initiative? Yeah, we're rolling for initiative. Did it work? Ooh, it says that I got a three. It must be broken. A three? Yeah. What's your modifier? <laughs> oh, shit. So, There's a 20 in there. <laughs> How do I roll so it? So that's what's attacking you. Yes. <laughs> cool. How do I roll the initiative? Public roll. You, you did. Just I did? Public roll a d20, yeah. You, yeah, you Hammond, you got a three. three. So you must have Seriously, rolled Seriously, that's what it was? I thought that well, was you, got, you could check the it. chat to see what you rolled. Yeah. Yeah, so you... got to add your bonus to it. You so. rolled a one. If you click on the number, it actually tells you what the roll was. And then the modifier is plus two. So yeah, you oh, rolled a natural one. Roll initiative button. That's then it cool. must be broken. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. There's an initiative button. Yeah. Or if you go under, under utility, utility. In the top left. Oh okay. Roll initiative. Well now look at that nat twenty year old. Oh, that's true. So Katra's got a three. <laughs> Titan Grove with a twenty. Yeah, that's cool. All right. I had a 20, but whatever. You did. 
I'll stick All with right. my 18 minus one. <laughs> All right. We're getting kind of bad. Titan Grove. Yeah. Uh, you hear a roar coming from the shed to the west that you saw Mr. Tortorella walk into. 5, 10, 15, 20. You get 25. rid of the... Uh... Oh, there we go. Okay. I'll go there and I'll cast uh, Sacred Flame, which is a deck save. Okay. Go for it. Why, can I actually do that on Foundry? Yeah, you should be able to. I uh, just Foundry. click Spells. There. Sacred Flame. Spells, Sacred Flame. And you got to target uh, the guy, which you did. I did that. So you have to roll a saving throw real quick. Oh, oh. apparently. Well, that's cool. Or saving is, throw. No, that's... That's DC wrong, 14 I rolled... I rolled a 5. Oh, you probably rolled for damage, didn't you? No, I rolled the saving throw because I clicked the saving throw DC 14. I clicked that. Anyways, um, he needs to roll a deck save. Oh, Jesus. Oh, that's like, pretty good. good. <laughs> yeah, it's better than what I rolled. Let's just make sure it's a deck save. Yeah, so that was him who was rolling. I just wanted to make sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so he saved. He's good. He dives that's under the good. dives under the the leaves as he sees you coming and, and the and Mr. Tortorella moved out of the way and it bounces off his shell. And uh, so is that your turn? That is my turn. All right, Mr. Tortorella. Is this guy threatening me right now? Oh yeah, he's like lunging at you. He's lunging at me, okay. Uh, all right, I'll turn into a, a wolf. Why don't you just disengage out of the building? Uh, actually, I won't disengage. I'm just going to back up. I'll provoke an attack of up. Okay. So he's going to... I'm going to back up here. Okay. He's going to attack you. Uh, with tentacles. Ooh. Reach. Well, no. there's an opportunity. Opportunity to attack. Got to make a con save, though. If he hits uh, me. So, plus eight to hit. Oh, we get to know what everything that he does. Yeah, reach Jesus, 10 feet. Plus to hit is huge. <laughs> Poisoned. I may have to see if there's a privacy thing there. No, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, target is paralyzed. Oh, oh here we go. Mm -hmm. I changed my mind. Too late. So you're going to disengage? Oh! <laughs> oh, I did hit you. It's a so. 27 to hit. Um, so it's a 1d4 right, poison damage? No, you got to make it save now. Oh, hang on. I don't... Well, let's take your damage first. So you Ooh. take five points. And then you can automatically no, we... give me that. Right? Oops. Hang on. I applied no, it you... to him. That's now you go up to saves. Uh, apply damage. I'm just waiting for him to damage me. Yeah, yeah. that worked. Okay. So oh, yeah, now you save. can do your saving throw. Con save. 
With you can actually just right? click right there on the chat too. Oh, <gasps> a ten. You're paralyzed for uh, one minute. Oh, not no poison. You're poisoned for one minute, and until it ends, you're paralyzed. Uh huh. <laughs> All right. You can repeat the save at the end of each of his turns, though. So he rolled a net twenty on his last roll. Like, how, what were the odds he rolls a nineteen on the next one? Totorella's moving <laughs> really slow. <sighs> All right, on an opportunity <laughs> attack too. It's not even the. It's not even his turn. Kacha, you're up. Uh, okay. I'm going to fly over here. Can I make an attack out of him without a ranged attack? Without. Uh... Oh, he's going to have, let's see, yeah. some cover. Got cover? Yeah. Half cover. Okay. you got the doors Turtle and covered. you got Tortorella. Okay. Normal roll and then subtract whatever. Ooh, Does that hit? Yes, that hits. This dice rolling in this thing is insane. What do you mean? It's max everything all the time. <laughs> Except for just, my con save. I so. just did 10 points of damage to it. 10? Okay, so let me apply that. There we go. Cool. You doing anything else? Uh, well, I flew over there. I shot it. Sorry. And then I, that's it. Yeah, I'm not even going to say anything. Okay. All right. This creature looks eyes you uh, after it grabs you in its tentacles there, uh, Tortorella. It's going to multi-attack you. And advantage. With advantage. I'm dead. <laughs> and it's a crit if he hits because you're paralyzed. Oh, boy. So it's going to bite you? Uh, what level are we? Like level 7 or? Two. <laughs> level 2. Attack with advantage. Oh. I'd like that one. I, I don't yeah. mind that one. <laughs> I'm thinking that hits. And so that's a crit. <laughs> yeah. At least it's only D4s. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Not awful. No. But that's so only his first attack. 11 points yeah. of damage. What are you at? Uh, oh, you're not good. I've got plenty of hit points still. <laughs> Come on, bring it on. <laughs> I'll be dead before the first All round right. of combat is over in this game. So, uh, <laughs> I got this wildfire druid I was thinking of bringing in. He's just behind the... I think you need to play a squirrel next. Oh, uh, so it, it can only do two attacks, one with its tentacles and one with its bite. Yeah. So uh, I guess it'll have to do a tentacle attack. Isn't it easy? Oh, no, I guess it used its tentacles. Yeah. No, it didn't. It That was on my turn. Yeah. Yeah. Still. So it still gets a, an attack on you. Um, that'd be with advantage. Oh, Whoa. just under. <laughs> Not even close. All right, that's its turn. Uh, 
Catherine Chamber is just kind of confused and is wondering what's going on. Um, she'll maybe move over there. Is this my... Why do I... I don't hear the battle music either. You don't hear it? No, I just hear like the creepy... Why do I only have 9 out of 20 hit points on my character? Do you hear it now? I siphoned some of them away. You may have your volume turned off, Art. Oh yeah. No, I hear it. It's like I have two songs playing. Oh, there should be uh, like a wind, I think, playing in there. Ambient sound. Yeah. Alright, so Catherine is just going to move up here. Yeah, I'm looking at my character sheet. Yeah. And it says temporary nine it and then max dead. twenty. Yeah. Well, you can add temporary hit points. Oh. Why does it say I have nine? Yeah, you haven't. Well, it's because we didn't uh, update your uh... reset after the fire camp or the. Yeah, there we go. Campfire. Okay. So, yeah, just... Did you take any hits during the... That other one? I did. Nope. No, Ray? uh, Ray? Me? No. Yeah, no, okay. okay. I didn't take any, though. I don't know why I was down. Whatever. <clears throat> Alright. So, Hammond Helberg. Can you hear me? We can hear you. Save me, Hammond. Okay, well... <clears throat> Spare no expense, <clears throat> Mr. Hammond. Yes, my foundry just went down and it's trying to reload. Oh. <laughs> it's the uh, the music that killed it. Oh. When I, when I turned up the music, to, it didn't work. So, um, <clears throat> I'm I'm gonna run forward. I could move, what, 30 feet? Yep. I can't see the map right now, but how f can I, ca if I can cast an yep. image? Yeah. Like, I can't, I'm not in Foundry. It's got to reload. I got to restart it. Okay, I moved you 20 feet into the court courtyard. You're kind of even with the face of the uh, building that... John's in. Um, I'd like to cast a silent image. You, you don't see it. anything yet. You don't see any battle. <clears throat> and you have 10 okay. more feet of movement. You hear growls and stuff, but you don't... You, you gotta get around this building to see it. Right. I'll say you moved there. So that's 30 feet. So I have no line of sight. I have. You I have, have no, no line of sight. I know that the guys are fighting something, but I don't know what. Yeah, it is. you hear a roar coming from that shed. You see leaves kind of shooting out from scuffle out the front door. Look mm -hmm. of terror on uh, Titan and Kacha <laughs> looking into the building. Um. Can. 
like yeah my plan was just to create a silent image within 60 feet can i cast something like right in front of the door you can see in front of the door yeah yeah you're gonna block our line of sight of the thing then. yeah you don't know what he's doing okay yeah sure enough <laughs> What do you want? Yeah, Silent image, the door is closed. <laughs> well, <you're there. laughs> That's right. Yeah. Turn it into a coffin lid. Yeah. It's just <laughs> over. <laughs> um, yeah. I'll just do what I was planning on doing. I'm going to cast a silent image of like a, a guard dog. Some sort of something that I would think might be present in in this court, I'm thinking a guard dog. I'll just draw that little measurement square there. That's where a guard dog is. This static image. Yep. Okay, that's your turn. Yep. Okay, Titan Grove, you're up. Uh, you see the back will... of Tortorella, and he's not moving at all. Can I move into his square and then beside? Uh, you can, can't go there, no. I can't you go, go there? You, no, you can't. You can't go through a space like that. I think you can go to the right. You can go to the other side of him. Okay, I'll go... Can I go here? Yep. I'm good there. And I will swing... I'm gonna target him. Uh, and I will swing my warhammer at him. Actually, go uh, attack. Come on. That, that that won't hit. It'll whiff. Yep. Well, unless his AC is a seven. Uh, so. nope. And that'll be my turn. It's a whiff. All right, Mr. Tortorella. I get a saving throw. Uh, yeah, DC 13 con. Roll something good. At the end of each of your turn, so I guess you're not doing anything. No, I can't do anything. Yes. Uh, there you go. Hey. So you get, so at the end of your turn, you you uh, feel like you're not paralyzed anymore. You pushed out the yeah. poison. So he at least well, doesn't have advantage to attack me. That's true, yeah. And, uh... Kachaw, you're up and you see Tortorella slump a little bit. It looks like he's kind of staggering around. It looks like he's moving again. Okay. And Titan uh, ran into the building. So now can I shoot this thing now or is it completely yeah, obscure? he's still going to have some half cover. Okay. I will do it again. Attack. Plus two, oh. I believe. So that's uh, 21 to hit then. That, that hits. And uh, damage. Normal. Five damage. All right. And I will fly. Can you guys hear me? Is yep. this thing got a roof on it? Yes, it does. I'm going to fly onto the roof and land on the roof. 
Okay. Clatter around up on top of the roof, trying to freak it out. Alright. I'm just gonna... Oof. Alright. Who are you uh, attacking? No, I'm just seeing... Uh, checking something. <laughs> If uh -huh. I die because you collapse the roof on me, that's <laughs> <laughs> my one hit point. Uh, is that your turn, Kachaw? <laughs> What's that? Is that your turn? Yeah. All right. So the scene sees uh, Titan come into the building, and he's going to attack him. <clears throat> oh, not the turtle? Uh, it was. He had a hard shell. He prefers the soft, fleshy kind. Mm, okay. <laughs> he yeah, doesn't yeah. like turtles, turtles, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I love turtles. Turtle enough for the turtle club. He's uh, going to try to tentacle you. Turtle, turtle, turtle. Ah, uh, so that's normal. Oh, yeah, uh, that'll hit. 26. They never miss these guys. <laughs> Nobody misses. I, I wish this thing had uh, inflict wounds. <laughs> it would still miss that. Yeah, so it does four points of damage to you, which I'll uh, apply. I was tempted to play a cleric and take conflict wounds, but... And then for its other attack... Oh, you need to do a DC 13 constitution saving throw. I don't want to do that. Go up top, it says saves. Oh, yeah. just click there. Sorry. Or you can click right in the chat, too. Oh, oh yeah, that's how it's done. I'm solid, yo. You're solid. <laughs> uh, it's gonna try to I'm bite a cleric. you. Cleric, I've got great health. Yeah, I thought that too before I took 18 damage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it got you with everything. Because you stood still. Yeah. Ooh, that's oh, that's a machine dead. Okay, here we go. At least you're not paralyzed. Uh, so that's seven points of damage. <laughs> this is TPK to the first enemy. <laughs> yes, just because I found a rusty lantern. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, we're all gonna die. Imagine it was something of actual value. <laughs> uh, is that that is the Carrion's turn? Catherine's turn. So she's got five, ten. Uh, she she's is standing going on the to, guard dog. She's going to cast uh, heal on you. Healing word. Oh, nice. She doesn't have to be beside me to cast that. No, she doesn't. It's, oh, it's yeah, a six that's right. Foot verbal. So she would. She would probably go there then, so she can see both of you, and she'll cast healing. So you get five hit points, and I'll just give you some, give you some healing there. Perfect. Uh, and that's Catherine's turn, Mr. Hammond. I'm I finally just loaded back on. So <laughs> perfect. Yeah, it took that long for me to get back in. 
So I'm here now. Yeah. And there's a dog, like, here. Right where that yellow square right, is. Right at the yellow square at the barn okay. door. Okay. And all I know is everybody ran inside. Uh, no, yeah. the, you see uh, Kacha uh, on the roof. I'm, I'm walking around on the roof. Oh. Doing the chicken walk. Yeah. Head, his head's bopping. Yeah. Picking, up, picking some bugs up, <laughs> eat, having a snack. Pruning my feathers. Okay. Well, I could move to here or even here. Yeah. yeah. You can. You could even move. If you want to get in melee, you could move right diagonally of it. To there? To here. Oh, I see. I can go through this door here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that door just swings out of the way. Okay. Sure. Yeah, if I can get in melee, I'm going to get in and make an attack. Is is Okay, I guess I don't know until I'm there, right? Uh I'm just go like this. Boom. There you go. So just target the uh creature. Let's make a if he's that big. Then I'm gonna, I'm gonna. He's in melee range with you. Okay, I'm gonna hexblade curse and take a swing. Nice. Um, let's do it. Uh, all right, well, right. So my here, this one. Usability. Did it work? Uh, Hexblade's curse. So, uh, let me see. Conditions. Uh, would that mean he's marked? Yeah, he's cursed. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just cursed, I'll so. just say he's marked or whatever. Yeah. Or cursed. Yeah. Okay. So now I make a roll, just to hit with my scimitar. Yep. And before I go too much further, the the campfire battle that we had at the beginning. Yeah. I lost hit points there, and I used Oh no, you get those. You get those back. Okay, well. So I'll just enter those in. There you go. I gave them back to you. Okay, so then I get a change my situational bonus because he's cursed, right? Yep. So I get a bonus to my proficient or my proficiency bonus, which I think is two, right? You get to add that two to your damage. And uh, it says you, you roll a crit on a 19 or 20. Okay. So I just make a regular roll, and then if I hit, I can add to the damage. So it's a crit on a 19 or 20, eh? Okay. Yeah. And if the cursed target dies, you gain hit points. Close. Equal to your warlock level plus so that, your charisma. That's a hit. 
So roll for damage. So it said two plus two. So that's... Uh... Yeah, it looks like it uh, added it in there. Or for the but, hit. Yeah, is it for the hit? Or the two plus two is my charisma bonus oh, it'd be your plus charisma. my proficiency. Yeah, that's or, what it would no, be. No, plus my centaur. Yeah. So if you roll the damage, let's see if it does the uh, hex blade in there. So click on the damage. Uh, where, that, where do I click damage? Oh, up here on the centaur? Yeah. Yeah. Are you turtling there? Uh, right? <laughs> I'm just testing things. So 1d6 plus so 2. So it's, it's 5 damage plus 2. So it did add in your... Uh... Should it be another 2? Mm. It should be. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah because yeah. my sword... Yeah, uh, I know it's, it should be 2 damage. or It's plus 2 to hit. But then I get to add my charisma bonus. Right. Yeah. So it should be plus five to hit. Yeah. Okay. But if it's plus five to hit and I roll a 17, doesn't that make it a 21? Yeah, but it's, it's on the dice roll that yeah. the crit matters, not on the okay. modified not number. So, and it only counts, I thought, on your damage, not on your to hit. For Hexblade's uh, Curse. Uh, when I'm reading it up there, it says you get a bonus to damage rolls. Yeah. Right. Just your damage yeah. rolls. So, what is your damage on, on a regular scimitar hit? What is your bonus to a D6? Plus two. Okay. No, I do think I do think he does get his charisma. That's not part of the curse thing, but that's part of the Hexblade, where he oh, has his charisma. charisma yeah. To on a two hit? It is, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so I guess maybe that's not right then. Because my charisma bonus is plus three. Okay, well you hit him either way, anyways. Either way, you hit yeah. him and... So, but we, can... we need to add more damage to this than seven, right? Yeah, it's supposed to be nine. Nine. Or what? Yeah, nine. Yeah, okay. supposed well, to be nine. Well, I'll do that. And then add two more. Yeah, he's uh, not looking too good. Uh, is that your turn there, Hammond? Yeah, I just, I thought that, sure, yep, I'm good. Okay. Titan Grove. Uh, Titan will, oh, I gotta target the guy first. Um, I will cast <clears throat> Toll the Dead. Yeah. Okay. So is that a saving throw? Yeah. It is, it is a DC 14 saving throw. Come on, Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> that saves. That just... So no damage? Yeah, no damage. cantrip. 
Yeah. Uh, you doing anything else? I'm good. All right. Mr. Tortorella. I'm going to wild shape again. What are we going to do, coach? Uh, a wolf, I guess. Don't have enough space there to turn into a wolf. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, okay. Your butt's will, hanging out the door. I will cast Shillelagh. And then... Shillelagh? Shillelagh? So, okay, I can just attack through Shulele. <laughs> That's pretty cool. What, do you have a mistletoe and a shamrock leaf? <laughs> Damn right I do. There we go. Prepared for this shit. Uh, it's a 21. That hits. So 7 damage. 7 damage. Yeah, he's... He's taking a beating. You guys are ganging up on him. Not very nice. Kacha. Unless you're going to move there, Ray. No, I'm good. All right. I learned my lesson. <laughs> Kacha, you're up. <laughs> going to fly down here. And uh, give a pot shot again with the bow. Right, right behind the dog. Right behind the dog, yeah. Okay, so he's going to get a plus two to his AC with the people there. So that's an 18. Yeah, it hits. And six points of damage. I keep forgetting to mark him, but whatever. So you take the six point off. Yeah, this thing is kind of... Uh, is that your turn? Yeah. Okay. This thing kind of wields up. It's taking all this damage, and he's not happy. Um, let's see who's going to attack. Uh, Ray, do you want higher or low? Or, uh, either ovens. Sorry. Never mind. Um, I will pick something. <laughs> Just roll a d6 and then divide it by two. That's a better idea. Hello. Uh, One, it's going to. It's, it's Hammond. You are. The target, which is probably the best output outcome, uh, and he's gonna some tentacles will shoot out at you, and he does pretty they good never, with this. The never miss tentacles. <laughs> That's right. Oh! Oh no! A sixteen. Sixteen would hit me. Does that hit you, Jason? He's a seventeen. Oh, so it misses. Is he here? Did Jason, you get Jason? Oh, I he think we lost him. Yeah. I'll just kill him while he's away. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then he's gonna do a bite attack. He should probably run Discord through his phone and then do oh, this on the computer. Nothing. I you am support a... my phone. Oh. Well, he tried attacking you twice and got nothing out of it, so. Perfect. There you go. Uh, Catherine is going to look at you, Titan. Eh. Looking at both of you. 
Yeah, she's, she can't quite see where you're at, but she sees that Mr. Tortorelli is not good. So she'll, uh, she'll cast another healing word. Should have your healing. That's her now turn. The turtle has more hit points than I do. Yeah. Hammond. Hilberg. Okay. Okay. Um. I'm going to. This thing is bleeding from take... spots all over it. Yeah, I'm gonna make another attack with my centaur. Go for it. Uh, shoot now. I click on him. So you get a plus three with your charisma, right? I do have a plus three charisma. So like uh, D&D Beyond five. says that my Simtar is a plus four to hit. But it should be a plus five. Okay. So we'll just I think add it should one. be a plus five. We'll just add one onto all your... Uh, What's your charisma plus modifier? Plus three. Oh, okay. So it should be a plus five, yeah. Right, because it's a finesse weapon, so I use my dexterity and my charisma plus five. You don't use both; you use one or the other. Yeah, and then you add your proficiency modifier. So okay, so then it's still a five, but yeah, here it's a four. Yeah, but it it's probably using your dex plus your proficiency on beyond, and it shouldn't. Why? Be. Oh, okay, so it's just wrong. Okay, so uh, then here is it, is so it working? If you go into D and D Beyond, if you click on uh, like customize your weapon or something, go into your weapon and and change it. Actually, I might be able to do it right here. <laughs> oh, critical uh, fail! Uh, he whipped. Oh. Youch. Is there a uh, is there a uh... okay? So what do I need to add to this? Uh, so it's ability modifier. I should change that to charisma. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm a hexblade, so I can use my charisma. There, it should be done now. So right. you hit the uh, the illusion illusionary uh, dog, I guess, with the one, eh? <laughs> try try just doing another roll there, Jason, to make sure that that change worked. The dog's name was Mecco. Yeah. Okay. But, but <laughs> it was Doggo. But click on the click on the action again under inventory, and then click on scimitar. Don't reuse. The... Okay, scimitar. Yeah, and click attacks. And then do I have to click on attack the enemy? Uh, yeah, just click on the enemy and click attack. I just really want to see what the modifier adds here. Yeah, so plus three, plus two. So now it's now it's working. Perfect. Okay. I changed it to add your charisma modifier. Perfect. So does the sixteen hit? Uh, no, that was a, just a, that was in your mind. <laughs> so I <laughs> guess that's your turn. Uh, yeah, I don't have any other bonus action. Okay. Well, we're going to the grove. Uh, again, a bell comes out and it bongs in the air, and we'll toll the dead. DC 14. 
Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> he just the odds of that dodges it. <laughs> I I downloaded the weighted dice module. I don't have ears, so I think that's why it's not working. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly, so. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's it. That's it. All right, Mister Tortorella. What's up, Ooh. Coach? I will shillelagh again. Shillelagh. Shillelagh. Uh, Hi, did I did I did I? don't have to cast it again, but I'm just gonna click on it to. And I can use it through here. It's easier. Fifteen to hit. Uh, a fifteen does hit. Ooh, nice. Oh, big eleven damage. Big money. Oh, it's staggering around. Oh, it's not feeling good. Kill this thing. (laughs) It is. Kind of just lurching around in the in this small space. Leaves flying up in the air. That's my round. All right. Kacha. Kacha just I rolls did. like twenties on everything. I got a twenty-one to hit. That hits. Eight damage. Eight damage. Sure. And. Uh, Shooting with your longbow, and the arrow just kind of goes right into one eye and kills it. You're dead. Yeah. So we are out of combat. Get out of there, guys. But I really want the torch. (laughs) And I have the lantern. No, I, I almost died for this. <laughs> you said you wanted the torch. I already have a torch. I meant the lantern. The lantern has no oil in it, though. I know. Can we search through the pile of crap that this thing came out of to see if there's anything in there? I'm not searching through that. Uh, yeah, you can I'm roll not, an investigation. I'm not too pretty for that. I'll try that. Skills. Not Ooh. bad. 18. Uh, you find a couple copper pieces. Two copper pieces. Oh, man. <laughs> pennies. <laughs> and they don't look very good. They're old and green. And... And that carrion, that that, that beast is saving those coppers for a rainy day. And then you dig a little further, actually, you find this mithril turtle shell. (laughs) I do? No, you don't. What do I add? Oh, here we go. We got copper on here. Perfect. Wow, you're rich. I'm putting it in there. Don't put them in your pocket because they're green. You might not find them again. <laughs> Stuff it down your throat one day. <laughs> <laughs> Nasty. Well, you're green. They're well, green. That seemed like a bad idea. Well, get out of there. So, yeah. Catherine uh, walks up and says, uh, well, 
she motions to you, like, like lay on hands. Does she need? Does anyone need healing? She just kind of indicates. Titan I'm fine. Yeah. I'm <laughs> fine. All right, so oh. she's gonna cast. Don't worry, I'm fine. <laughs> Good. Good healing word. Good Shaw is gonna fly on top of the building, and he's gonna jump up and down while flapping his wings and trying to collapse the roof. Ooh. <laughs> it takes one jump. You get six points of healing. Which have been applied. It did. I'm feeling somewhat better. And, uh... Oh, yeah, you guys are so healthy. You only got hit once, didn't you? You could you could take on I a couple of I didn't get hit days. at all. <laughs> I didn't get hit at all. I remember five seconds ago a cleric talking about how many hit points he has. Oh, I have so many he hit did. points. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you guys want to do? You're at the steps, uh, peering into the dark uh, entranceway. Why don't you light that torch there? I'm diving into the well. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> I can my crashed again. Are you Hello? diving in? No, I'm, yeah. I'm going to peer down. Peer crashed again? Oh, what, did you, what did you do that it crashed? Okay. Ray did something. <laughs> Ray, Ray was running circles like no stuff. The well is a five foot diameter and descends yes. to 30 feet before opening to the roof of a large, damp, natural cavern. The roof of the cavern is 10 foot from the floor. Why'd you see that? What? The walls of the well that. are thick with moisture. Climbing down requires a strength athletics check. Use of a rope and other climbing equipment grants advantage on it. Hey, anybody got a rope? I want advantage on this check. <laughs> Close that fucking window. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but first I need a light source so that I don't have disadvantage <laughs> on this check. Use your, t- your lantern. Does nobody hit, else I... have that popped up? Oh, we all no. saw that. Okay. Yeah, it's all right, I saw it pop up. You guys can close that. I accidentally <laughs> hit show players. Oh. <laughs> we asshole. could go down this well over here, maybe, guys. I wanted to look, look in, see what's going on. Yeah, let's see what happens when you go down the well. Is it a dry well or a wet well? The well has just changed to something else. Oh, so no. It's you guys actually can do, just a mouth with You can do whatever you want. <laughs> 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 All right. So you're standing there. What do you guys want to do in the courtyard? I'm going to light a torch and go in the front door. Okay. Are you? Are, is everyone following? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I will. All right. So you guys are all there? Yep. You can see the map? Yeah. Yep. Okay, you're standing yep. in. It's just dark. It's pitch black in here. There's no light coming in other than what you bring in. So you enter this dark foyer. Uh, there's double doors, which are open just to the north of this foyer. And there's doors to the west and to the east off this foyer. I look to the girl. I say, which, uh, which way you go? Which way you go? Okay, I'm, I'm going to give you back movement control. Just don't go flying all over the place. <laughs> Who, me or Gray? This is kind of <laughs> geared Either towards way. one guy. <laughs> so you can move now. Whoa, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> what an ass. You have to play a squirrel next time. Yeah. <laughs> so, you guys enter into the foyer? We're yep. in the foyer. 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 Who, who else foyer. has dark vision? Am I the only one with dark vision? Nope. Titan's good for like 300 feet. Oh, there you go. Titan so, could give all of us dark vision. Before you start for an hour. Before you start well, opening right. doors, just tell me if you want to open a door or what you want to do. Well, we have a guide. Let's let the guide tell us where to go. She's kind of hiding in the corner. She's just like she's very nervous. She's behind all of you guys. Just point the way. Point the way. And uh, she just kind of points straight ahead into the darkness. I think we should cover our backs first and check the sides. And then Is anybody good at uh, picking the doors? or? Yes, I try and open the door. Okay, uh, it doesn't appear locked. It, it's not locked. And uh, what do you see? So you see oh, uh, a small, yeah. dusty room shrouded in cobwebs. There's a rotting uh, cadaver wearing moldering purple livery, sitting behind a splintered oh. mahogany desk. A bag up. Nope, you don't. <laughs> On... <laughs> <laughs> On the, on the wall. <laughs> See, what I gotta do is, before I reveal stuff, I gotta lock you guys into position. <laughs> yeah. On the wall behind the desk is a row of pegs. An old gray cloak hangs from one of them. Also on that wall is a placard with several keys attached to it. Above each key is a small label. And uh, this, this creature, uh, it's definitely undead. It's like rotting away. And it looks up at you and says, Can I help you? I need your keys, please. Are you a guest of the palace? Yes, I am. Hmm. What, what is your name? John. John, he pulls, <laughs> he pulls open this big book and he's kind of looking through it and uh, why is yeah, that's so... right. He's a John. He's a John. Why is this so dusty? <laughs> um, he's, he's he looks up at you and he keeps looking through the book and he looks kind of concerned. And he's like, "I'm sorry, but I don't have you in in the guest book." Aren't all your guests Johns? Well, what is your last name? Tortorella. Kind of flips a few more pages and he's. I'm sorry, sir, but uh, you are not in the uh, in the book for reservations. I don't know what to say. What was the name of the guy we were looking for? William von Kraft. Will Wilhelm. Wilhelm. Yeah. Wilhelm. Wilhelm. Sorry. I'm here to see Wilhelm. Wilhelm. Where have I heard that name before? Uh, he screams. Yeah, that's that's kind of normal around here. 
So that doesn't really tell me much, but uh, no, I don't think there's any Wilhelm that I know of. And he looks through the book. Nope, there's no Wilhelm in the book either. Are you sure you have the right place? Yes. Well, sir, um, I don't know what to say. Uh, you don't have a reservation. Uh, can um, I help you with anything, or? Yes, I need to talk to Wilhelm. Yeah, I don't know how to help you with that. Um, you are free to, you know, look around the uh, palace and see if you can find him, I guess. What happens here? Oh, at the, at the Bright Blossom? This is one of the greatest places uh, in all of Faerun. It's uh, it's well known as far as a you know in the upper echelons of society of having great parties and and all the great uh, great people that have come to visit. This is, sir, you are you are in the center of high society. Well, that's a shame. Mm hmm. Looks pretty dead here to me. Uh, it does really. Anybody else? He looks around questions? and he looks confused. It looks fine. Okay, I will, I'll walk out the door. Uh, is it? Is that? Is okay. <laughs> Close the door behind me. Uh, sir. Okay. Yeah. Goodbye. Thank you. <laughs> Guys, that was weird. What? A the turtle dead... walked into a whorehouse? The dead guy. <laughs> it's not normal. That's not normal. Place is cursed. What's in the well, other we know where the key... We know where the keys are if we need to come back for them. That's true. Mr. Grove, maybe check the other door. Sure. What? I will yeah. check the other door. I thought okay. you were going to put it on my... You check the... You shouldn't be using those green cups. Door to the right. Yeah, you... Uh... You check the uh, door. It doesn't seem to be locked. I will open the door. And... You open? I can't tell. I did. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this appears to be a uh, a guard room. Uh, there's a rack of a few rusting pikes and shields stands against the east wall of this small dusty room. There's a window to the south, but it's been bricked up. On the side table it rests uh, some playing cards and a few small stacks of coins. And you see two skeletons in rotting livery lie sprawled on the floor. Um, and their hands locked around each other's throats. There's a third skeleton. He sits in a chair against the south wall and a wine bottle in his lap. North wall. 
They don't appear to be moving. Is there any lanterns or anything around here? Uh, not that you see. You could you could take a look around if you wanted to investigate. Yeah, I'm going to uh, fly into There's the... There's a few dead skeletons in this room, guys. Do they try and sell you things? No, looks like they're stuck. Hmm. Does, uh, what's everyone's passive perception? Okay, just to remind you, I have the observant feet. <laughs> 16. My passive perception is 21. Oh, really? And my passive investigation is 17. So you notice uh, through the crack in the door, there seems to be something hanging on the back of the door. might regret this i'll walk in and uh check the back of the door okay yeah go ahead so you check the back of the door and uh hanging on the back of the door is a fourth skeleton um oh. it seems to be pinned to the inside of the door by a broken pike through its ribcage. Does it have red hair? No. It doesn't have any hair. <laughs> Is there any just... like markers or identifiable features to the skeleton? Uh, they, yeah, there is the, uh, they bear the, the shields they have. They bear the emblem of their bright blossom. It's the blooming rose. Okay. And along with the pikes, they're they're rusted to the point of basically worthlessness. Hmm. So uh, on the table, you see the stack of coins. There's three gold pieces, eleven silver pieces, thirty-five copper pieces, and a playing card set. And then one of the skeletons has a bottle of wine. It does look open and dusty. It looks open and dusty? Yeah. Sounds tasty. Let the dead keep their coin. And I'll walk out of the room. Okay. Uh, you're back in the foyer. Why, why do I have a blue dot on my hair? Are you targeted? <laughs> you're cursed. Because I clicked on you. I don't know. Oh, there you go. Now you're, you're oh. sitting on. So multiple. We're both on the you? same square. Oh, okay. So if you click on someone else, uh, your dot shows up on them. I guess I don't know. I guess that's probably for targeting. For targeting, yeah. Hey Hammond, should we take the money? No. Oh. That's 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 um. Yeah, it's probably yeah blood money. Um, I'm gonna go into this room. Is it really tall? Is there like chandeliers or anything in here? Yeah, I'll uh, describe it here. 
So this is like a grand hall. It's a, got a vaulted ceiling. It soars 20 uh, or more feet above you. In the center of the hall, there's a large tarnished chandelier that hangs over the cracked and dusty pink marble floor. And on the north side of the room, there's a grand stair. Well, can you see to the north? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I have to remember what you guys can see or not. Where is uh, where's your guy, Mike? Underneath. Oh, there you go. Oh yeah, you can see everything. So on the north side of the just... on the north side of the go room, ahead. there's a grand staircase. It rises to meet a collapsed archway that is choked with rubble. And ornate doorways lead off this hall in several directions. Um, Titan, mm-hmm. you notice droplets of blood dripping from one of several small objects hanging down from the chandelier. Seems to be some some stuff is tied by threads and dangling ten feet above the ground from the chandelier. Um, just to make you aware, I believe there's something tied to this chandelier that's dripping. I would not get underneath that. Fly um, up to it and check it out. Don't okay. touch it. Uh, you fly up and you see um, you see what's tied to the the chandelier is a severed ear of a tiefling. Seems to be wearing a silver hoop earring. Uh, there's a blood soaked leather pouch. Uh, there's a rolled up page of sheet music. It looks like. And there's a steel signet ring. And you. You remember seeing Valentine wearing something with a similar crest on it. The Von Croft family crest. Uh, I'll grab it and bring it down. Okay. What What are you grabbing? There was a pouch, you said? Yeah, a blood-soaked leather pouch. And a steel signet ring. Yeah. Where was the signet ring? It, the, the These items are all hanging from strings off the chandelier. Okay, I'll untie them and bring them down. Okay, yeah, no problem. You're up there untying, and mm-hmm. you grab the last, uh, the blood-soaked uh, leather, and you hear this curdling, evil laugh echo through the chamber, and you start plummeting through the ground, and you guys look up, and you see um, Kachaw, desperately trying to flap his wings but below him all these feathers start falling to the ground what as he crashes to the ground can i grab him oh too late uh all all the feathers fell off your wings as you grabbed well the the turtle is right underneath me so i'll land on him (laughs) okay (laughs) you probably weigh three pounds now that you have no feathers yeah you take one point of damage. <laughs> I do. So, Mike, uh, you can't fly. For some reason, the feathers fell off your wings. And for some reason, the DM, DM they took away your flight. 
This is my payback. <laughs> For what? This is your magic carpet, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> it took no time for him to come back with that. No, so... I, I had this planned without that. I was not going to have a flying creature in here. So That's uh, a lazy DM. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so now we call you... Vetoed his race right from the beginning. Hey, they, they yeah, can, they'll like, grow. Uh, no, they'll grow back. You don't know. It's just something in this palace made your feathers yeah. fall off. You don't uh, know if it's temporary. You don't know if it's permanent. <laughs> I'm just joking. I actually didn't. This isn't a revenge thing, Mike. <laughs> is it part of the module or? Uh, nope. I added it in. So you just got cursed or something. Uh, you notice Catherine is recoiling when you bring, when you, like these things kind of fell to the ground as you crash, but uh, she recoils looking at these things in terror. Yeah, he's pretty ugly now. <laughs> I was going to say, you ever seen a black chicken before? Yeah, black chicken. Yeah, he looks a lot smaller. Just, than just the wings, to. though. The, just the wings are these kind of bony... Feather this wings. It's weird. And the nipples. <laughs> what? Birds Not don't the... have nipples, <laughs> you idiot. They're plucked nipples. <laughs> uh, the body still has feathers. The oh. wings don't. I'll start plucking the rest of the feathers out for you. <laughs> there you go. Uh, John starts plucking more feathers off your body. <laughs> I'm going to claw at him. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Alright, roll an attack. <laughs> um well I guess we don't need you in the party anymore. <laughs> As Mike's beak comes flying down on your face. Where's my claw attack? You don't need to claw me. <laughs> Talents. Here we go. Attack. That uh, misses. Scrapes off the not, shell. Not even close. <laughs> well, um, so these things are scattered all over the ground. Do you want to pick up your feathers there? Yeah, I start picking up my feathers. Okay. And, and the things that were tied to the chandelier are scattered all over the ground. Oh, well then I'll pick up the ring if I find it. Okay. Yeah, it uh, has it's a signet ring. It has a black tower on a red field. We better keep this. Um, I'll take it over to the cleric. You recognize this? And she kind of recoils back and she shakes her head yes uh yeah I, I guess we should hold it and she wiggles her fingers and this image of Wilhelm appears and it focuses in on a ring exactly like that on his finger okay what else is in the bag now uh, you haven't opened it you opening it yeah uh, it contains two halfling-sized eyeballs, 
and a bracelet of tiny turquoise prayer beads. And Catherine just, you hear a gasp from, uh, from her when she sees that. This Will and guy that we're looking for, do we know, like, is he a tiefling? Is he no, a he's halfling? A human. Is he he's a human. human. He's a human. He's a human. Okay. Yeah. And, and do you I did see... Recognize the... uh, you remember from the uh, image that uh, Catherine did, there was a tiefling, uh, there was a halfling, there was her, and there's Wilhelm entering into this building. Okay, so this is her party. Or parts of them. Yeah, uh, part, or partsy. We are do sorry, I, Catherine. Do I recognize the prayer beads? Being a cleric. Um, roll history or religion. Uh, I'll roll religion. Nope. No, they don't, <laughs> don't look like much to you. I have no idea how to add items to your inventory in this. I'll just write it on a piece of paper. We'll figure it out later. I'll put it put in the notes on D&D Beyond. Yeah, you can do it there too. So, you're standing in this dark, echoing empty marble hallway then head over this way oh <laughs> i'm heading over this way okay oh. so you're heading over there yeah okay uh you see uh it's a closed door um there's a sign above the door that says uh library what what is this thing over here? Oh, so that's a window that's bricked up. Oh, okay. I'll open the library door. It's actually uh, locked. Oh, okay. This one is locked. Chalk, do you think you can open it? Hello, Mike. Can I get the key, please, for the library? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, um, and do you have any glue? I don't have any glue, but I'm not sure. You're not really guess. I'm not sure if you should really. You can roll a persuasion if you'd like. Okay, skills. Where is persuasion? Under P. Come on, stupid mouse. A tan. You there? Yeah. 
Just checking something. Haha. <laughs> uh, he reaches back and says, Please bring it back when you're done. He hands now you we know he's a gas. to the library. He's not just a zombie. <laughs> well, look at his picture. I don't see a picture. You didn't see the image? Mm -hmm. No. You talked to the guy. It's a broken image. Here, I open the door. Uh, so yeah, the key goes in and it unlocks. Oh, well, I open it. Okay. I walk in. So it is an iron staircase spirals up in the middle of this three of this. Uh, it looks like a tower. Uh, the walls are lined with bookshelves. The books are old but neatly arranged, and the tower is cleaner and in better condition than what you've seen so far in other areas. Um, there is a sign above one of the bookshelves, and it says, Ground Floor Arts and Cooking. Ooh. I'll look for a book that says how to make glue out of turtles. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, roll an investigation check. Well, skill checks aren't my thing. <laughs> That's a nine? Yeah. No no modifier? What does it say? I guess not. Plus zero. Nine. Nine. Um, yeah, it's nothing really kind of sticks out. Nothing catches your eye. I want to punch the turtle right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's moving so fast, you'll never get him. Yeah, you'll never find me. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is paralyzed. For us all. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, we're in so here. You're in there. You can you can go There's... out. You can look for books. You can go up. Yeah, I'll go up the stairs since yeah. I can't fly. Titan will walk up the stairs as well. Okay. And what are the rest of you guys oh. doing? I can't move. Well, I'm asking you, though. <laughs> I'll go up the stairs. Hey, Catherine, stay, stay with us. So Stay close by. Helmand, Can you, you heal this? Helmand, what are you doing? Are you staying down here or going up? Mr. Uh, Helmand Hellriser Helberg. Oh, everyone else is going upstairs? Yeah. So Catherine's right beside you. Yeah. The, th the other three guys said, or I don't know if uh, Titan said he's going up, but uh, Kacha. Yeah, Titan yep. Okay, so the other three are going up. Are you following or are you staying where you are? Yeah, as, as long as Catherine's coming with, I'm going to make sure she comes with. Yeah, okay. So let me... Uh... 
so you guys are heading up. I I kind of feel like the the point of having Catherine with us was just to free her. If she would want to leave now, leave the palace, I'd be fine with that. She was supposed to be the guide. She's yeah. she's a good resource. She took us here. She hasn't been farther into this place, I don't think, has she? Uh, Do you have more that you can share with us, Catherine? Okay, let me just get you into this map and then you can ask her that question. Okay. She's our healer. That is true. It's nice to have her, but if she doesn't want to be here, so she's traumatized. All her friends were killed. I'll just uh, tell you about the second floor, and then you guys can ask her questions or do what you want. So this is the second floor of the library tower. It's called History, Philosophy, and Religion. And again, it, the the outside walls are lined with bookshelves. So, did you want to ask her a question, or yeah? Can, can, can uh, you guys see the map? Nope. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. just you, me. Those without see. dark vision can't see anything. Oh, it didn't. Uh, I didn't light your torch. That's why. If you right-click on your character, you should be able to turn your torch on and off. It's the top left icon. Okay. All right. So you guys are up on the second floor. Yep. What do you want to do? I tell Catherine that we're happy to have her with us and we appreciate her help. But if she doesn't want to be here, we don't want to keep her here. And uh, she does walk over to you and just kind of puts her arm Kind of uh, in your in the crook of your arm, and she just leans into you a little bit. You can feel her tremble a bit, but you get the sense that she likes being around you guys. She feels safer around okay. you guys. Oh, we are very happy to, that you stay with us. She Thank nods you, her Catherine. head. Anybody oh. here into reading books? I'll look for any like arcane titles. Sure, uh, whoever wants to roll an investigation can do so. I'll assist you. you I will cast guidance on myself first. All right. Uh, I've got investigation. Well, my passive investigation <laughs> is seventeen. Oh. <laughs> I give you advantage, Mr. Heaven, because I'll help you. So, yeah, your passive investigation. You see, there, there's tombs. I mean, passive investigation, I think, lets you... There, there's stuff here that would probably interest you, but uh, I think a full investigation is where you would actually find it. That's how I run passive investigation. Cool. But you get the sense that there's probably some stuff in here that would interest you. It's just hard to focus on which one. I got six. Six total? No, eight total. Sorry. Okay. 
And what did uh, everybody else get? I rolled a two. A two. Yeah. You get to roll with advantage because I'm assisting. Okay, so roll again. That's good. Yeah, uh, which one you're picking? <laughs> I'm assisting <laughs> Hammond. Yeah. Okay, so a thirteen. Yeah. So I'm rolling again. I haven't rolled yet. There, oh. that's my roll. Okay. <gasps> when so when you go to roll. Okay. Well, you're going through the books and you find a couple things. Uh, you find a book whose cover is embossed with a faintly glowing golden fruit and leaves. This book is entirely written, written entirely in, uh, and you've seen the language. It's called, it's the Sylvan language. I don't know if anyone reads that or knows that. I do. Yeah. So you, you show it to, to John and he says, uh, the title of the book is Dances of the Feywild. And you, you kind of look at the book, and you look like you could probably finish the volume in a in a brief short rest. And uh, you do find something else. Uh, where is it? Um, you find a small false wooden panel. When you're kind of looking at books, and you notice the panel rattle a little bit when you put one back, so you pull the book out again, and you're looking back there, and there's a panel that looks a little off. And where is that in the room? It's uh, on the bookshelf, on the west wall. Like okay. a little, maybe twelve inch by. 12-inch panel behind a bunch of books. Can I check it for traps? Sure. Roll an investigation. Another investigation? Mm-hmm. Okay. Four. Yeah, you're pretty sure it's not trapped. Does it look like I could push on the panel to open it? Uh, you're not sure. You'd probably have to try something. Okay, I try to push on it. Uh, it pushes in a little bit, but it looks like it's just kind of placed loosely in a little groove. Like It looks like it could pull out, but not push in. It looks like a removable okay. panel. Okay, I pull the panel out. Okay, so... Hey guys, I think I found something. It reveals a small little nook. Kind of secret compartment buried in the in the bookshelf. And it contains a dusty green cover book with a gold trim. And written in common on the front of the title is of the book is called Beauty is in the Eye of the Beholder. And are you opening it? What is in the eye? Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Beauty. Man, isn't like a giant eyed monster on the cover? No, it's just a yeah. plain green book. Okay. It's got some gold trim on the spine. Uh, okay, so and it's in common. It's in common, yeah. 
It looks. It does. It's not a big book. It's actually fairly thin. Doesn't look like it has too many pages. Uh, did you guys want to do anything else in this room? So I could probably read it in a, like a short rest. Uh, well, you could open it up and see. It doesn't look very big. Like it looks like you could probably read it in five, oh. five, ten minutes. Just from the oh, how little five pages. minutes, not, yeah, it's, not it's, like an hour. No, no, this is just like a it's a small little book. Not many pages in it. Peanuts cartoon. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Okay. I'll have a look. I'll open it up. You just open it up, and it just contains several high-quality paintings. Uh, it looks like an unknown artist of a beautiful woman. Long blonde hair, blue eyes, and wearing a svelte green dress. And you kind of leaf through it, and it's the same woman, just in different poses. And Yeah, it's beautiful artwork. You found, you found someone's porn stash. All right, I pocket it. Okay. Um, the the other book I'll I'll hand to John because I can't read it. He can read it. It dances in okay. the paywall. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I will read that whenever we rest. Um, Does the staircase go up? It goes up and there? down. We so see we... what's on the third floor. If you want, sure. You yeah, guys, you guys are heading up. Yeah. Okay. I feel like we found um, like items on the second floor, but we didn't even check the first floor. We'll do that on the way up. That's a good reminder. So it's the same. Uh, you see. The walls lined with bookshelves, and uh, but sitting quietly in the bookshelf or in the chair in the corner, it looks like a ghost sitting in an old armchair, and he's just watching you guys come up the stairs with a look of calm sorrow. He seems it appears to be a, a pale, thin-faced man with sunken cheeks and a fringe of graying hair. Uh, and he is wearing expensive but tasteful robes, and he's slightly transparent. And just like all the other levels in the library, it looks unusually clean compared to the rest of what you've seen in the palace. And he just keeps an eye on you as you guys kind of move around. He's tracking you. Hi there. Hello, he says. Uh, you keep a, a pretty clean uh, library you got here. Why, thank you. I am Victor Turnclaw. I am the librarian of the Bloom Blossom. How can I help you? Um... You know, I'm just looking for things that are arcane. Uh, you got any books on arcane stuff? 
I do. I do actually have something you might be interested in. But there are some uh, books that uh, are missing from my library. And really, yes. Um, the uh, if you can return these books to me, I might have something for you. Mm. Are you missing uh, a book, a green book that's uh, "The Beauty Is in the Eye of the Holder"? Are you missing that one? I've heard it's a, a really good read. And his his brow furrows, and he's actually like. That, that's interesting. I've not heard of that title. And I know all the titles in the library. Well, perhaps I have something that you would like. Um, perhaps. Um, the, the books, what book are you missing? Well, there's three books. And the titles are The Constellation of Blades... Uh, the second book is called Sea Songs of the Boiling Isle. And then there's a third book called The Care and Feeding of Blue Owls. These, it's important that I have a, my library complete. And if you can return all of these three books, I have, uh, I have something that may well be of your interest. A magical secret from the arcane tomes of this floor. Where am I? And, I and find the these? third and the third floor, you look up above uh, where the it labels each floor, and this one said third third floor magic. Okay. Uh, so maybe they're uh, they've been checked out. Maybe they haven't been returned. Do you have record of who's checked them out? I don't. I just found them missing. Hmm. You suppose we... they're in the manor here? I honestly don't know. Well, I'll keep my eyes peeled for them. I appreciate it. And what uh, is this? I got this uh, this green book here. I don't suppose uh, you'd like to add it to your collection. You know, maybe I could trade it to you for something. And he kind of just levitates a little bit. His feet look like they're dragging, but they're up above the floor. And he kind of silently just comes towards you. Uh. And uh, he asks you can, you, can you face it towards me and open it up? Yeah, so I dig it out, I open it up, show it to him. And he recoils in horror. He says, I have no interest in this. All right. Why? He just stares at you. How long have you been the keeper of this library? I have been here since as long as Bright Blossom has been here. 
I've always been the librarian. And who is the master of this manor? Who do you work for? The master, and he looks confused for a little bit. The master, the mistress. Sure. And, and he's trying, like he's trying to. Uh, you feel like he's trying to get something about what what he's trying to pull something out of his memory, and. Uh, he seems confused. And uh, let's see. Uh, see. Gives me time to uh, to read. <laughs> um, I just not sure of the master what is the master's name or is it the mistress or is it the master and she he just kind of confusingly talks back and forth like that hmm. we're actually looking for someone um have you seen a human male with uh, red hair And he looks at you kind of dully and he says, I have not seen anyone but you since I've been dead. Since I've been. And he, he's like, he can't say the words. Ed? Since I've been here. Well, we'll and, keep our and eye Kat on Catherine, Catherine steps forward a little bit, and she puts out a vision of Wilhelm and her standing at the bottom and looking into the library's first floor, and Wilhelm just kind of sneers at her and walks away from the library. And you could kind of look in her face; she was interested in coming into the library. It interested her. It didn't seem to interest him. Well, I guess he's not here then. Catherine, is there something that interests you here in the library that we could look at now? And uh, she holds her throat, just kind of strokes it back and forth and kind of looks at you warily, not like unconsciously. Oh. Just point it out. It's we're here. She kind of looks over like, at the. She looks over at the ghost the librarian, Victor, and his head just slowly looks twists on his neck over to her, and gives her this dull stare. And she. She takes a step back, and she just seems. She doesn't say anything. It's okay, we can sign it out on my library card. And Victor looks at you and says, None, no books shall leave this floor 
without my permission. Well, what, what about the green book I showed you? You didn't even know you had it. It is not part of the library. All right, well, then I'm going to hold on to it. And I said books on the third floor. Oh, okay. This is the grand treasure of the library, this floor. Do the stairs keep going up, or are we at the top? No, you're at the top. And you can see a bricked window to the south. Hmm. Let's head back. Yeah, we got the first floor to check out. Indeed. All right. Um, uh, Catherine just kind of comes over closer to the ghost and just kind of <laughs> nods her head and he just stares at her dully and she heads down the stairs. You guys are on the second floor? Now we want to go to the first. You're on the first floor. Oh, that worked easy. Movement is locked. We should probably check this floor before we leave. Yeah, I'm not so good at investigating. Maybe someone else can look for books. Shall we go to this door? No, it's I want to look for books on the first floor of the library. Oh, you I can, see. You I can, understand. You can, what does this door, is there a label on this door, Gord? Yes, uh, it says music room. And you see, you hear uh, it's a crack under the door, some music coming through. Okay, I'm going to go back to the guy with the keys. Okay. And... Uh, Bring him the library key back. I say, thank you, sir. Uh, can I get the uh, music room key now, please? Uh, roll of persuasion. It's like, uh, we're not supposed to let people go everywhere. And he well, takes the key what, back. What, what would it hurt? I mean... It's, uh, uh, he's like, uh, uh, just a second. I, I, I'll go get my musician friend here and talk to you. All right. You hear the sound of bagpipes in the distance. Uh, hey, hey, uh, <laughs> uh, Hammond or, uh, What's the turtle? Yeah, I can do it. Toidle. John. John or Hammond. Either one of you guys want to... Uh... What was that? I checked for books. Oh. Yeah, you check for books. I'll go get the key. With advantage? Well, I was assuming one of you was helping me, but that's fine. I wanted someone to look for books, and I was going to help them, but... Uh, well, get John to go talk did, to Did the... you roll an investigation down there? Oh, 
I did. Uh, what did you get, sorry? 22. Okay, just one sec. Um, Hammond you discover a beautiful more... illuminated tome filled with reproductions of ancient elven frescoes. It's just a... It doesn't even have a title on it. You can put that down as worth 40 gold pieces. Hey, John, go go go! tell the key guy that you're a musician and uh, you would appreciate if he could lend you the key to the music room so you could uh, illuminate the locals with your talent. I think Hammond is more talk than me. Yeah, but aren't you a musician? I am. All right. All okay, right. let's go together then. All right. Go down and talk to that guy. Maybe if someone could give you some guidance. Too late, he left. So you get to that door and it seems to be locked. <laughs> and there's a note on there the saying out for lunch okay I thought the door wasn't locked it wasn't it, it is now oh well that was like one second ago well you know, just I, missed him uh, well, yeah. Kachaw went there talked to him and then laughed and after that, it must have gotten lost. No one has a way of opening doors in this party. No, that's your job. I, I can, guess I can open, I can yeah, open I doors that are unlocked. I guess this this dungeon's too hard for us. We should just leave. <laughs> <laughs> I weigh five hundred pounds. I could just walk through the door. Okay, you do that. You Kool Aid man, your way in. Yeah, you yeah, try that. exactly. You want to go to the music room next? It's sure. locked. <laughs> Did you check? Is it locked? Yes. It is locked. Yeah. What's let's so go to weird? the one that's not locked. What's all this rubble about? There's a opening down this hallway to the south, and you see rock and rubble seems to be pouring out of the room. And when you peek into the room, you see, uh, it's an open doorway. It's open, just this arch. Uh, it's covered in rubble and debris. And it looks like they had upper floors that have long since collapsed. And among the shattered masonry and floorboards lie the remains of a massive metal telescope with brass fittings. Mm. Maybe we should investigate it. Maybe there's something of value. Like a rusty lantern. <laughs> Maybe there's some oil for it. I could, I could sit down for ten minutes and um, cast a spell to see if there's any magic here. That would be a good idea. How long does it last? Suppose I could have done that in the library as well. <laughs> uh, that would well. Last long enough, you can go back there. It's still unlocked. So yeah, it lasts what you, for ten minutes. What are you doing, John? I'll uh, ritually cast detect magic. Okay, how long does that take? 
Take ten minutes. minutes to do it. Okay. And then it lasts for ten minutes. Okay. Um, as you're doing a ritual, um, this you feel this something move above you, and, and you look up, and this shadow comes flying down at you like a, a giant carpet almost like it's just this round tentacle carpet and it tries to wrap itself around your head uh i'd like you to what roll initiative the fuck <laughs> <laughs> see i played that first I, everybody else i stopped your uh oh uh, no I, as soon as you stopped the uh, movement i was like oh shit I'm <laughs> that's right here i'll get her over here too Okay. John's in trouble again. Yeah, don't. Why dear John, always me. And you, John, you guys see this thing. You guys, you guys see this thing land on on top of him. It looks like that. Jesus, it's a piercer. That's a cloaker, isn't it? Yeah, cloaker or a piercer. Cloaker. Whatever. Um, I'm not sure. Let's see here. All right, yeah, so we'll do... I'm fumbling in this again because I get advantage, but it's not like... Oh! No, it did not work. Uh, just tell me what you get, and I'll just enter it. 16. What, what did you get? Roll another d20 there. Yeah, I'm just doing that. Uh, I got 17. Okay, that's what, sir. Will you kacha? Where do I find it again? I just go to the utility. Uh, utility. <laughs> Oof. Oh, just missed the 20. Alright. So, let's begin. Where did it... Uh... Oh, nice. The dark mantle is last. All right, uh, Titan, you're up. You see this uh, thing? Actually, it's gonna. The dark mantle is gonna get a surprise round here. So it is going to try to crush you. And it attaches to the target. If the target is medium or smaller, and the dark mantle has attack advantage, which it will. It attaches by engulfing the target's head. The target is also blinded and unable to breathe. Oh, okay, let's try this. Can't you just withdraw your head into your shell? <laughs> yeah, I can. I can also turn into a large creature and then it can't do it. You can um, turn into a large creature. Oh, yeah, I guess you can because you're a druid. Yeah, I'll turn into a bear. Ooh. Oh, that was almost a three and a four. That's a 24. Even though you shouldn't have known that, that's going to admit it that you know that. <laughs> well, yeah, what would I do true. anyway? Yeah, if he, if someone was attached to his head, he'd probably do something. So, uh, it's going to do some damage here. I might not get to turn into a bear. <laughs> so, two points. Oh. Uh, five points total. Yeah. And then um, you need to make a DC 
13 strength save, which is in the chat there. Let's see. I'm not that strong. Oh, it's not bad. I made it. You beat it. So, uh, you detach from it. Oh, on your turn. Shit, watch. It's your turn right after it. After, uh... Actually, that won't count, because you got to wait for it to be your turn. Um, so yeah, it's attached to your head. Um, okay, uh, Titan Grove, you're up. You see this thing slap uh... onto John's head. Eat on it. I'm so tempted to run in there and cast like a spell. <laughs> um, I will stay where I am and cast uh, Sacred Flame. Sacred Flame, okay. I can target. I can do things. Uh, is that so, a saving throw? It is. I just want to know how much dexterity he has, considering he's stuck to John's head. Ooh. So he rolled a six. Damage. Six points of radiant damage erupts around the dark mantle. Okay. Uh, he takes the damage. Anything else you'd like to do? Nope, that'll be my turn. Alright, Mr. Tortorella. I turn into a bear. <laughs> yeah, so just kind of... Your whole body shifts and changes and... Uh, uh, you, you basically slip out of this. Um, I'm gonna try and move like because I'm already engaged with this thing out of the way so that if anyone else wants to come in um, there's room for them to come in so you want to like move to the side yeah just like if I could move like that or something so that there's room for other guys they want to yeah so this thing just kind of levitates where you slip out away from it okay surprise so my bonus that... action to turn into a bear and then I'm going to attack it Okay. So I get a bite attack. Uh, 19 to hit. Oh, that's going to hit. And that is 7 damage. And then I get a claw attack. Oof. 14. 14 hits. Oh, good. Oh. Those are shit rolls. So uh, 15 total between the two attacks. 7 and then 8. Yeah, I've already taken the 8, so or the 7. Okay. So, so the second attack is 8 damage. Yeah, it's it's fluttering after those two attacks. It's just kind of... It does fly, but it's kind of fluttering and going sideways, and there's this oozy uh, where you where you slash it this oozes black ooze is coming out and dripping all over the place it looks it doesn't look good at all it looks like it's well yeah it's it's pretty hurt 
Uh, next up is Mr. Hammond. Alright, I would like to move to where I can see the creature. Yeah, you can see it. And I'm going to Eldridge Blast. Eldridge Blast. That's a hit. With a 17. Five points of damage. You have the, um, in, uh, what do you call it, invocation that lets you add your curse bonus to that? I do not. No. I took something better. Doesn't matter because you. Uh, there's definitely it. nothing better. It is dead. Uh, and it falls, <laughs> falls to the ground limply into the rubble. Rawr. And we are out of combat. Combat. So you know how we can tell? Because uh, <laughs> someone's running around. <laughs> Girl. So. Oh, did you make your uh, your spell save, Ray? For what? For detect. Oh, you never finished casting. Never finished. Casting. While he was doing ritual, it dropped on his head. Well, let's search this room. I you will sniff around in here. <laughs> yeah, I'll help I you. Do a sniff check. Okay, roll I can investigation assist. with uh, advantage. I I don't need to. Uh, I don't need assist because I can just do it anyway. <laughs> you have a trunk. Yeah, bears have uh, keen smell. Ooh. Again, I suck. Two at threes. Or no, that was one three. You got advantage. Someone uh, was trying to assist you. Oh. Well, I thought uh, Ray was doing this. Oh. Then why are you doing it? Oh, that's for a perception check, so that's not for... Uh, so who rolled that red dice? Who's red? That's me. Oh, I okay. took a look around. Yeah. So you're digging around and something glints off the torchlight. It looks like copper. You move some uh, rubble away and you find an intact copper-plated book entitled The Constellation of Blades... Hey, hey, that's, that's one, one of the books. That's yeah. one of the books. That's one of the books. What was the other name of the books? Oh, yeah. I got them written down. All right, good. Uh, the <laughs> Sea Songs uh, of the Boiling Isle and the uh, Care and Feeding of the Blue Owls. Yes. Okay, so we know. I bet you that the songs one is in the lo in the music room here. And I bet you there's an aviary around here somewhere where you'll find the, uh, the third book. Oh. That's mighty perceptive of you. Because that was a telescope. So that's for the stars. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, indeed. So what's the door? the label on these other doors? 
So the one you're in front of right now is labeled the music room. And these two? Uh, that one over there is not labeled. What's the one that uh, Hammond's in front of? Uh, that is labeled the Avery. Yeah. Ha. Way to go. Yes. Good call. And uh, why don't we stop right there for the night? And... Perfect. And we'll continue it on uh, next time. Thanks, guys. How, how was it? <laughs> how was it using Foundry? Uh, uh, some, uh, getting used to, but it's actually not too bad. Yeah. It's definitely it, a great program, but if it would run a little smoother for us, it would be a lot better. Yeah, like uh, the connections and all that. Yeah. And if no. uh there we go. Oh what <laughs> the fuck? That's the best yeah. part of this thing. Uh, <laughs> He's just running circles. An, the fastest turtle in the world. There you yeah. go. Go play, Ray. <laughs> I don't wanna You're gonna have to make it a turn turn base for everything then. That's Ray. right. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to have you a trigger finger. Dirty right movement. Now. It's your turn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Thank you for joining us on this short adventure episode of The Secrets of the Blind Palace. We would also like to thank our perilous partner, Describe. Describe is a fantastic website database resource for DMs, providing searchable professional written descriptions of things such as items, areas, spells, creatures, and much more. Also consider joining Perilous Pursuits as a Patreon member for additional perks and exclusive content. For more information about Describe, including special offers, our Patreon link, and to check out some of our other adventures, go to www.perilouspursuits.com.